This week on the BAMFCAST, we're mixing up a new formula that's guaranteed to give you a T-rection that lasts three weeks. Any longer? Call a different podcast. One RAR, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey BAMFCAST. BAMFCast. Episode 151. 151. We're, yeah. we're past the hump. And we are now in the Bacardi zone. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the BAMFCAST is sometimes we talk about James Bond for like over two hours. Oh, <laughs> over nine times. And then sometimes we just come in here and we talk about a movie after we watch it. Uh, and this mm-hmm. movie, this bad movie... Quote unquote. Yes. Yeah. So he gets one to five jocks if it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after robot jocks. Yay. And the bad bad movies, they get a negative sliding scale of one to five bags, has some douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Boo. So, to follow up Triple uh, X State of the Union, we figured it was only high time that we start Triple Rex State of the Union. Triple <laughs> Rex 2 State of the Union. There it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and do another uh, T Rex triple feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we started with. <laughs> The we're going to we're going to call it Tyrannosaurus Rex okay. from 2006. It's also known as the Eden Formula by some pff, awful people who don't know how to name movies. Right. Yeah, but Tyrannosaurus Rex W R E S C K S destroys. Yeah. Causes chaos. Better name. Uh-huh. It is. The chaos theory. Entirely better. So, let's uh, get a plot somewhere out of the way so we can talk more about this. Please movie. do. When industry spies break into a top-secret lab at Calgoran Industries, they accidentally let a T-Rex loose, which wreaks havoc into the lab before breaking out into the streets of Los Angeles. Yeah. That's it. It is 5 a.m. close. Mm-hmm. And you are wrecking Hey, I actually Los said Angeles. they were... He goes in front of the Paramount Studios <laughs> sign, and I said, and T-Rex goes Paramount mm-hmm. Studios. <laughs> I got it. Soul coughing. Oh, I get it. Right. So this movie... <laughs> I said stars, about things. Stars uh, Jeff Fahey. Jeff Yay. Fahey. Of Hooray. the Lawnmower Man fame. Uh-huh. Hooray. And Dee Wallace of yes. E.T. fame. Yes, and, and The Howling. F- and The Howling, a couple other movies. And mm-hmm. Tony Todd, The Candyman. Yay! Yay! Candyman Todd. And some other people. Right. Tony Todd. You've never heard of. Really no one else. <sighs> Nobody else at all. Yep. Uh, directed by John Carl Buechler. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> not bugler. Oh. No, bugler. Oh, no. I said, Why are you making a horse oh. yeah. noise? It's it's a young Frankenstein. Yeah. Joke. yeah. Okay. Uh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just clicked. <laughs> yes, he's done uh, some classics. Yeah, he's been around, including um. Well, he started out as like a makeup and special yeah. effects and you'd never be able to tell. Guy. Yeah. I went on to make Friday the 13th Part 7, mm-hmm. which, what did you say, Chuck? That's the that's one Jason where Jason fights psychic, the psychic. Yeah. Okay. That's how much goes on to make. That was one of his first ones. Yeah. Yeah, but he also made Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College. Well, he made the first troll. I and mean, the, yeah, the original troll? Yeah. yeah. Of no relation whatsoever to Troll 2. <laughs> no, no. Or Harry Potter. No. Wait, what? There, there's a, a, an alarming number of story elements that cross over from Troll and Harry Potter. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The more you know. Like a guy with no nose? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How does he smell? Are there with <laughs> Terrible. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Poorly. Uh, anyway. So, anyway. Eden, Re- uh, Eden Formula. Right. Rex. Eden Rex. <laughs> Eden Rex. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Formula. This is Tyrannormula. <laughs> the plot of the movie is really summed up in the, in the, in the plot summary. I mean, terrorists break in. 
yeah. to this shitty building that's supposed to be a high high tech lab. Right. The shitty two buildings, actually. Sure. Mm. Depending on which establishing shot they're going R- right, for. Right, right. Yeah. And they're From led by Tony Todd, who plays Radcliffe, also no relation to Tony Todd. Potter. No. And um and then he's got, he's, got a bunch, he's got a bunch of people. Yes, he does. <laughs> he's got a whole crew. He has one of every species. Yes. <laughs> a very expendable crew, as we find out. Yeah. And the Expendables 3. Prior to that, we've seen Jeff Fahey and D. Wallace hanging out in an office talking about the upcoming shareholders stock meeting. shareholders yeah. meeting, where yeah. they're going to unveil this T-Rex that they've created with the Eden formula, which... And also do a bitchin' presentation. Throughout the course of the movie is never really explained exactly what that is. It's some sort of DNA... It's a cloning ...recombination thing. thing. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Science. Yes. Right. And and their first thing to do, as I think Jeff Fahey points out at one point in time, is we made a T-Rex. Was, mm-hmm. that, was that the best thing to go with? Yes. And and her explanation was, well, they've done sheep, they've done dogs and cats and yeah. it's not exciting. And stuff. It's not they wanted sexy. something sexier. Yeah. Right. So T-Rex. So a giant killing machine. Yeah. T-Rex. So we get to see a, uh, you know, bumbling scientist security guard guy <laughs> feed the T-Rex a cow, supposedly. Cat. It looks like, yeah. Just something Some that of meat. goes into a drawer. And then he proceeds to taunt it, which... Because I'm not? eating roast beef sandwich. Uh, rare, mm, yum, yum, yum. You stupid dinosaur. Yeah. Dinosaur. <laughs> and that dinosaur is not happy about nope. this. No. It's like banging its head on the bars. Dinosaurs mm. do not like to be taunted, and they yeah. also understand English. Apparently, yes. He's like nobody knows. He's got the little cup with his T Rex arms. That's why he's so mad because he can't. He can't reach his head. Keeps getting in the way. Poor T-Rex. He can't even write on the wall like how many months he's been in there. Yeah. yeah. There are just no smudges on the wall. Poor little guy. Yeah. But anyway, so this all establishes, okay, scientists are kind of a dick, except Jeff, Jeff Fahey's kind of questioning all of this. Mm-hmm. He's Because he, he's apparently the guy who came up with the, the Eden, Eden formula. formula. <laughs> right. And, and typical scientist thing, like, I can't believe you use my formula for this. Yeah. For... A mechanized T-Rex. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. A T-Rex puppet. He's yeah. very angry about yes, it. Yes, they weaponized the yes. Eden formula. <laughs> yeah. You weaponized my formula again. Stupid corporations. <sighs> uh, but yeah, so Tony Todd and crew busted on this truck, start killing people. They cut the power, yeah. which opens every door in the facility. Right. Oh, no, no, no. She hacksaws the, um, <laughs> yes. yeah. the, the Mega Gibson with 5449. <laughs> right. Remember that number. <laughs> yeah. It is the password yeah. to everything in the Eden formula. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're ever stuck in the Eden formula universe, that's, yeah. that's your password. Yep. Yeah. I love how they told that one girl. They were basically just like, you are the, you are the badass sidekick evil chick. Mm-hmm. And so she plays every single line like she's the tough badass side girl chick. Yeah. Chin up, staring she, off into the distance. Yeah. Until she sees a dead body. And, yeah, then, and then she she's a blubbering mess. Right. But yeah. So, so she hacks it and then, you know. All her, the doors open. Yeah, her plan is to open building. all the doors, yeah. including, of course, T-Rex Cage, which they don't know that T-Rex is in the building. They've been keeping the secret. <laughs> oh, T-Rex is there? Yeah. The yeah. band? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't let them out of their cage. No. <laughs> You're going to bang a gong. <laughs> there, was a, there was a man in the back, and then everyone attacked and turned into a ballroom blitz. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happened to their on. teenage yeah. dream? Yeah. I, I don't know. But anyway, so, yes, T-Rex gets out, and of course, immediately eats the guy who's taunting him. Good. Because why not? Eats his head. Yeah. yeah. Bites his head off. And then, nom, it's, nom, and then its plan is to start ramming its head against the wall and then eventually break out of the building. It wants yeah. out. It yeah. wants freedom. Whatever American yeah. wants. And apparently his, his cage uh, wall shared the wall with the loading dock. Yeah. Because 
30 minutes into the movie after like the the hostages have been shot and Tony Todd and his crew have been running around trying to get to find the formula and everything. Mm -hmm. Eventually they somehow all come together in the loading dock and then that's Mm -hmm. when T-Rex busts out and actually gets out into the wild as as the plot summary suggests. But right. Yeah, Tony. Or, uh, yeah, but there, there's a yeah. lot of time spent with Tony Todd and company right. taking over the building that only apparently has like three security guards. Sure, I think they showed like. A no, few. no, it was probably yeah. about yeah. three. Yeah, but I mean, their plan was, our, you know, Jeff A. When like power went out and they realized they couldn't make any phone calls, their plan was they took all the formula stuff out of the safe, mm-hmm. put it in Ziploc bags, and put it in the in the tank oh. of a toilet. Right. Not the worst idea. Yeah, because apparently it had to keep cool and toilet water's cool. Sure. Yeah, don't I know? <laughs> and I guess, but especially when you have a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. But these guys are criminals. Right. They would know. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah, but they, they don't. Know. They tried everything else, yeah. apparently. They don't know. I mean, if I'm they, if I'm yeah. the cops, I know to look in yeah. the toilet tank. That is that's the where... first place you go. You're like, oh, where where's the stuff they want hidden? Right. It's in the toilet in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Doesn't okay. matter. It's where a gun. you keep your gun. I mean, really, Weed, yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. Sure, dissensitive data files with the Eden formula on them on floppy disks. Yes, toilet. But they figured they have an office building; they have a better way, better place to hide it. And they didn't think that they knew they were coming. So, yeah. eh, but you know. somewhere along the way, they've also brought in the side plot of they have kidnapped some soccer mom uh, eco terrorist <laughs> and brought her in, and, and they're speechifying to her, telling her the whole plans, less telling us the whole plans. Right. Yeah, I Thanks, mean, they caught movie. this chick on the way to yoga. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> She's just in this, like, little workout outfit Tracksuit thing. Yeah, tracksuit, yeah. yeah. And, that, yeah, like I said, Tony Todd speechifies to her and tells her everything, and then shoots her in the arm and says, okay, uh, tie her back up. Uh, well, they shot, shot her with a security guard's gun, so it looked like he shot her trying to mm-hmm. set off this thermite, bomb, thermite that bomb that they're going to set off in the building when they're all done stealing everything. Mm-hmm. Decent plan. Okay. Well, I like it. And then Jeff Fahey, they they try to escape, sort of, or they, they run into the security guard first. They find bumbling security guard who's just standing in the closet well, or something. He's in the entryway. Out, yeah, he's yeah. outside their office door. Just bumbling around. Yeah, and so they grab him, and they start walking down the stairs, and that's when they encounter the first terrorist guy. Right. And Jeff Fahey does some karate moves and disarms him and no, throws, him, him, throws, kills that dude. throws him down the stairs and breaks his neck basically. Yeah. yeah kicks him down the stairs yeah. and mm-hmm. he breaks his neck which is kind of awesome and, and he acts like it ain't a thing well they're yeah. looking at him like where'd you learn that science guy and he's like i don't want to talk about it yeah <laughs> i got a pass yeah, i had a life before this right so then they they make their way somehow they know to go down they go down and they and they, well, they go into the room where the echo lady is is tired up the tied up the, yeah the because the, the that's, that's out the right. back door yeah and, and she's just and she, she now she knows everything so she explains it to them right and they do this whole complicated thing where they lock the doors back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then um then the hacker chick from the bad guys decides that if she can cut the power they'll open back up again this is the right fail-safe and she of, uses yeah. her five four four nine again on a um on a little solar powered calculator with a couple alligator clips on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then they open up the doors and get in and they get in this kind of a standoff. And I think that's when T-Rex decides to, to bust in, right? That is, I believe that is correct. Yeah. yeah well, well T-Rex t- has, had, has been having an adventure yeah, outdoors. He took a little did he go back in? Is that what happened? He did come yeah. back. Because he heard, because the they food, set off the, the food alarm. alarm. Oh, that's that right. like the food yeah, bell. Yeah. Okay. But before that, we had the janitor that found a giant pile of T-Rex shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he radioed in for assistance because he's just apparently patrolling the streets. 
and calls yeah. in and is just like, there's a big pile of shit. I can't handle this by myself. Oh, my God, dinosaur. <laughs> well, and, to use that as a segue, we sure. should mention the sound in this movie is a big pile of shit. Oh, God. Um, and good. It, it kind of exemplified by this scene because this guy is pushing the mop bucket what sounds like down a cobblestone road. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Because apparently they just clip the mics to whatever object they're carrying in the, in the yeah. scene. They just have somebody spin around with a blindfold on yeah. mm-hmm. and spin around like eight times <laughs> and then the mic stop. On the, on yeah, the and whatever, yeah. whatever they're pointing to. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the box that they were carrying all the sensitive stuff in, it was just like... <laughs> Yeah, that's where the mic yeah. was. Put the mic in the box. Yeah. So it's in the box. The mic, <laughs> right? Microphone. Mike. Yeah. Hi, Mike. So yeah, I forgot <laughs> that I was. I was wondering, like, why did T Rex just hang around and not do anything for half an hour? But that's right. He he busted out of the building. He was gone. He was on an adventure. He killed, killed the janitor, then killed. Oh, or, half did a he dozen did folks. he kill the mechanic or did he just mess with? The oh, mechanic? He the mechanic. oh, he killed the mechanic. That's right. That's right. He, that's right. he bit the mechanic after he half. turned off his shitty music. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now like, the mechanic pulled like a like a stealth game stealth video or the the t-rex pulled a stealth video game move on this right. mechanic he heard the <laughs> blaring country music coming from this garage uh-huh. snuck up turned the he turned the radio off yeah and then hid in the shadows <laughs> while the mechanic went outside blamed the kids blamed the children <laughs> And then he came back inside, and that's when the T-Rex sneak attacked him. Yeah, I don't know how. For 100% critical hit damage. <laughs> yeah, cut that dude in half. And then also the dinosaur was wandering through a park and saw a statue of a T-Rex and was just like, no! <laughs> that was, Why won't you play that, with me? That was probably the best thing in the movie. <laughs> that might have been one of my favorite parts. Actually, I think that was the... They have that statue at the Librea Tar Pits. That's I mean, probably... Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, the dinosaur. First of all, this dinosaur wasn't actually there because this dinosaur is basically a puppet, and a lot of times it was just rear projection crap that I, it was in I front of. I think they had a human-sized suit too. They did. I, they, oh yeah, they did. So that might have been that, like just with forced perspective. Yeah, but or it could have been the puppet really close to the camera. I right. don't know. They, yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? I, I think most of the time it was walking around. It yeah. was a puppet. Anyway, it was it was a funny side <laughs> thing <laughs> that <laughs> we wondered why it had never been in any di- T Rex mm-hmm. movie prior yeah. to this or. Receives a statue and just gets pissed. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be in the T-Rex movie that I make. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally going to... I'll put it in the credits that I ripped off this You'll, movie. Thanks. You say it's Eden an homage formula. to Eden Formula. But it go, no, it'll it, be a ripoff. It, okay. <laughs> it goes back when it hears the food bell. Yeah. But oh, that's, that's, that doesn't it go back out for some more adventure later? It does. Yeah, yeah. It leaves. It just comes in, kills all the red shirts, and then right. leaves. Because it, it, yeah, and it hungry. goes outside when the when E.T.'s mom and the, <laughs> and the cop run outside. Yeah. Okay. Okay, eats the cop, which previously been looking like the they movie was like trying try to establish it like she was kind of the hero. I mean, just the I, way we, I thought swerve. she was going to be the hero. I'm just hero. saying, like the way the movie was making it look, like you're spending a lot of time with her. She's talking to her mom on the phone, yeah. and then, like all this stuff and all this ancillary stuff. I mean, she's having banter with the chief, yeah, who apparently is the busiest chief in L- L.A. County. He's, 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 he's the he's the chief. He's the overnight nine one one operator. Mm-hmm. He is also the Dispatch. dispatcher. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Busy guy. He does it all. Yeah. Who's in also, LA. Who's also the whole time I have to point out that he's sitting there smoking in front of a no smoking sign. Yep. Yes. You know, doesn't respect And he authority. also has like this regular office phone mm-hmm. for his 911 phone. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that, then he, a, that he speaks on, does on speaker because, you know. Yeah, he can't yeah. be bothered to That's pick cool. up a handset. And then he's got his principal's office uh, thing for the for the radio. <laughs> yeah. You know, a little announcement microphone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. All right. The props department involved like whatever's around the house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just grab it put it somewhere 
that'll have to do. Yeah. Right. Like, it, which is pretty much how this whole movie is. It feels like a smash and grab movie. It's like, <laughs> what can we get done right now? Yeah. What's on hand? Do it. Mm-hmm. Because, so, I mean, like, like the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen video of the walking with dinosaurs, people walking around like a mall, you know, with like the dinosaur puppet thing right. where the person's in the bottom half of it. That is about a million times more convincing than this dinosaur. Yeah. Ever will be. And we figured out why the dinosaur was so hungry. It's because he didn't have a throat. Yeah. Right. He just had, he just <laughs> he had just a had flat a mouth. Muppet mouth. He's just got the cookie monster mouth. Yeah. No, That's why he just goes down things yeah. and they just fell out of his mouth. Right. That's also why he's so angry. Mm-hmm. He's fucking hungry, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's biting the heads off dudes and then like we'll just pick them up and shake them like a, an angry dog. Just yeah. like shaking a stuffed toy. Mm-hmm. That's how Cookie Monster would eat cookies if he didn't have hands. I know. Yeah. Rom, rom, rom. after the food bell goes off after shutting off the power he comes back demolishes most of tony todd's crew and the cop forces Mm -hmm. d wallace into the cop car she drives off yeah she just Uh, takes off she freaks out so jeff drives off so jeff fahey's left there with uh the bumbling security guard tony todd has i think like three people left about three people yeah Mm -hmm. yeah when he started with like nine i think originally or something like that yeah um and that's it and then like t-rex is like i'm done and, and leaves Time again for adventures. <laughs> right, he goes back out. For yeah, well, once he goes out after the cops, he's like, "Well, all right, I guess I'll just." It's nice out here. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. night. Well, apparently it's he like get, for a stroll. He just struts down the street. He a gets lot. Ar- yeah, he gets around because apparently I, I'm going to guess he goes over to like East LA because they have that whole Hispanic gun- gang thing that they have. Well, he was going to eat the homeless guy. Right. Well, I'm saying, that, <laughs> but that guy that guy runs into a, a yeah. gang and they're like, "Oh, where are you going, hud?" He's like, "We gotta go." Yeah. And then, of course, T Rex. Eats them. Saves right. the day. Mm-hmm. He goes to Hollywood. Yeah. And then, like I said, wanders into Paramount Studios, apparently. Mm-hmm. And do we want to talk about that scene? <sighs> yes. Briefly. Briefly. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. We will sum it up much quicker than they, they do in the movie. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, the movie becomes a movie within a movie. Where Yay, we're watching the best of things. Like, for a solid three to five minutes, we're watching a scene play out. Mm-hmm. And then it shows you director and everything behind it. Mm-hmm. The biggest payoff of this scene, though, is they're having this, you know, it's a cheesy action movie dialogue thing right. where it's the bad guy and the, the heroine are talking and she's like, well, I'm just a fish. And he's like, eh, eh, eh. she's like, well, I'm a piranha. And he's like, yeah, well, you can bite me. <laughs> that was great yeah. delivery. It yeah. was. Yeah, well, that guy he tells he was, her she's a little fish in a big pond. Right. Yeah, there was a good dialogue exchange. And this guy is weaselly British guy. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, doing the Euro trash villain of a terrible Kung Fu movie thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So. This was like the best interchange or of the whole movie, just right. You know. And then it, it just it, it, then it devolves, devolves into, into movie. it devolves into this horrible, long, drawn out setup for a joke, which right. is uh. essentially the final line that she's supposed to say is, "I I'm very sore" or something like that. That'll and make me very that'll make sore. Me very yeah. sore. You, make, you, you yeah. make me very sore. Something like that. She keeps and saying, she "You make me very mad." And the director's all in her face. Blah, 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 you're saying it wrong. She's like, well, "It means the same thing." It's like, "Yeah, but this sounds better." Yeah, and. So take after take, they're doing this, and we're watching all of this. Like, it, no joke, it keeps going. It just well, keeps going. Not only are we watching all this, the dinosaur is watching yes. all this because they keep cutting to the dinosaur, the dinosaur just like, tilting its head, you know, doing the thing the dogs do. Like, hey, what's going on over here? Yeah. Ooh, it's Interesting, a movie. neat. <laughs> and finally, she says she goes to say the line right. She's like, "You're going to make me very dinosaur," and the director's like, "No!" And then the T Rex bites him. <laughs> And everyone and runs away, and, yeah. and that's the end. Yeah. It was literally like it was just it was like seven minutes, minutes to pay off joke. one joke. Yeah. Like we got to pad the movie a little bit. I got a joke. 
what I love is that all dinosaur kills involve the person freezing in place. Well, yeah. And then getting their head bit off. Yes. Well, you have to stay still for the puppet. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's a good sinewy death. Like the like the one guy who's pretending to be a security guard. He's got a big, like, high-powered rifle. And oh, yeah. Oh, spoilers. It, it bites his head off. <laughs> and they show it. They cut to him laying on the floor later, and his arms are twitching. Oh, yeah. That was the only one I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. I no, like I, the mechanic in half. Oh, yeah, the mechanic to get bit in half. And mm-hmm. I, I like the... um. The, the guy who was guarding the, the trailer park who like looked out the window and was like, fuck yeah, dinosaur, get yeah. my shotgun. I'm going to fucking kill this thing. Oh, no. <laughs> and then well, he gets... And then he busts up the, the nightclub thing oh, where God. there's the bouncer and, and lady arrives in the limo and <laughs> I, I don't know, just... <laughs> The limo driver, the, the chauffeur, gets out and opens the door for the, for the lady who's in the, the back, lady. lets mm-hmm. her out, and the dinosaur shows up. He shoves the door closed <laughs> Leaps into his car. She screams. I guess yeah. she gets eaten by the dinosaur. She and the bouncer. Oh, camera. Yeah, yeah, she and the yeah. bouncer guy get eaten by the dinosaur. Yeah. Meanwhile, this guy hauls ass yeah. out of the parking lot. It turns and into then, stock and, footage. And it cuts to <laughs> stock footage of a twenty or thirty year older limo <laughs> crashing into some random cars. Yeah. In well, green it's, it's the ramp, so it lands yeah. off the top right. of yeah. and then blows up. Yeah. Yeah. This happens again. Yeah, it does. This does happen again in another It's even more sequence. egregious later. Just to get this out of the way, because we have to mention it, this whole time it keeps cutting back to D. Wallace driving in the cop car. <laughs> oh. Over and over oh, and, and over. crying and... Just losing her mind. I can't figure out how radio works. Yeah, she's putting the, the walkie-talkie up to her ear and going, hello, <laughs> hello. Yeah. It's, like that. it's, the, it's yeah. the, the CB for the, right. the, the cop radio. Yeah. She's not speaking into it. She's holding it up to her ear. Right. And eventually starts complaining that she has a PhD and she can't figure out how to work the radio. Right. Mm-hmm. But finally, because they, oh, one of the things they did was apparently create cell phone interference inside the building. Yeah. She tries her phone and her phone works now, finally. Yeah. So she calls 911 and it's like, oh my God, dinosaur killer. And he's like, prank caller, prank caller, bye. <laughs> right. And, no, he's pissed. Yeah, he's, well, yeah. he's pissed. He's like, quit wasting my time. It's a misdemeanor. You could do two years in the state penitentiary. Yeah. So then she calls her CEO boss one time and he's like, just... They can't be tied back to us. Just, mm-hmm. just don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just so, let him blow it sorry up. about Jeff Fahey, but <laughs> let him blow it up because right. it, then we'll be covered. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Fuck you!" Finally, and then so she calls the cops again. Yeah, but this time like she's like minutes trying later. to rephrase. Yeah, yeah, she starts like, like, "I work in this place. We do a little DNA <laughs> tampering, maybe you know. We're getting kind of broken and into. Do like six packs. It's like go on, broken into, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I don't know. We may have made a dinosaur. <laughs> the dude's like. Son of a bitch! Dinosaur! I can't believe you got me again! Because apparently he's also getting prank calls. This is the thing. It's like apparently dinosaur is attacking across Los Angeles, right. and he's everyone's calling in all these different voices as prank calls. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Yeah, because she, when she's driving, you could hear it on the radio. It's like, ah, oh, we got another call. It's dinosaur. What's what's going on out there? Dinosaur prank callers. Grr. What is it? Dino night. <laughs> I just, I love how she tries to talk around it, and then finally she's just like, it's a gigantic Tyrannosaurus Rex. (laughs) And he's like, fuck you! (laughs) Stop calling! I know, I was like, okay, this is clever, you're gonna try and just come at it a normal way, and just say your business has been broken into, and there are hostages, and then she just keeps talking, just like, and we might have made a dinosaur, which has now escaped, and I called five minutes ago. (laughs) People, people, if you're ever in a situation that you need a lot of cops, and it's crazy... Say there's a fire. No, you say there is a person with a gun on a child. They will all come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and officer down. Yeah, and, and also officer down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, then they'll usually just send. Well, an and there was an officer down. Yes. I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying. She watched the officer get eaten. Yeah. 
by the dinosaurs. Didn't want to mention so that. it's <laughs> down his throat if he yes. had a throat, but he doesn't. No, I was figuring out a way to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Officer down the hatch. <laughs> Is he Irish? Officer down the hatch. So wow, yeah, Officer it, in me calling. <laughs> How does he end up coming back? Well, to the place. I mean, she eventually. They, they're still torturing Jeff Fahey at this she, point. She Tony goes on forever. She, she inadvertently turns on the siren. She turns on the siren mm-hmm. and gets freaked out and just sort of comes to a stop in front of a robbery, in front of a truck robbery where two dudes are stealing XM satellite radios, portable ones. Yeah. Which I mm-hmm. What are they stealing? XM satellite radios. Those are satellite radios that do what? Bring you XM satellite radio? Yes. You can't be serious. <laughs> no, <laughs> XM. No, XM. <laughs> oh. So she gets out of the car and just wanders over and just like, hmm. They run XM away because they see radio. the well, yeah. supposed cop run up. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, satellite radios. Oh no, the cops. And they take off. And she gets out and walks over to see what they were doing, which doesn't make any sense. And then she's like, oh, oh. XM satellite radios. And just starts taking some. Mm-hmm. Well, she took two. She grabbed two and got in the cop car. Well, but apparently grabbed more later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because off camera. Right. Because <laughs> all of a sudden it's daytime. What's Dawn? What's they, Dawn? They do show us a, a shot of Dawn after the dinosaur has done some other crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Dawn, and they're still beating well, the hell well, out of Jeff, Jeff But the delivery guy showed up with the pretzels and mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know but that's, what he's well, that's, that's a little bit... Is it a little bit later? That's I think pretty I, much that where we the are. end of the movie. That's, yeah. Well, that's pretty much where we are. I mean, well, we, we don't need to talk I about did, the, the dipstick security guy turns out to be in on it, and right. there's the whole thing about that which goes nowhere, and yeah, who cares? Jeff Fahey destroys the evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, he burns it in a trash can directly under a shower so right. that it is yeah. almost discovered in time by the people who were looking right. for it because yeah. they and, almost put it out. But one guy does quit on Tony Todd, and Tony <laughs> Todd basically beats the crap beats out the sh- of him. Gives him a speech... And then speech beats the shit out of him. (laughs) I don't know what... There needs to be a term for giving someone that long, drawn-out, I'm gonna fuck you up speech, (laughs) and then fucking them up real good. Yeah. Yeah, but so that guy hops in a car and takes off. Yeah, he more stumbles into a car because he's like... (laughs) 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 And steals a Camaro. He is doing the total William H. He totally is. Fucking idiot. And, uh... He drives off, and then that becomes stock footage from the mid-80s, for God's sake. Because, I, I mean, I've seen the movie this is from. It may not have even been in that movie. That movie might have been using it as stock footage, too. But it, it just becomes this this chase scene that ends in an explosion. Well, but it but was you, not, said it, you said it was from 976 976 Evil. 976 right? Evil is where I saw it, or it might have been 976 Evil 2, but... It's definitely from the 80s. This guy is basically freak out driving like, oh, God, I'm fucked up. And I'm he is having an ensign moment. And then big time. literally the dinosaur is standing in the middle of the of the PCH or whatever. Because <laughs> the dinosaur is shocked to see yeah. him. He's like, ah, oh, <laughs> you again. Yeah. And that's, I should have eaten you. Dude then drives into some sort of construction site. And well, it's like a, some barrels, it's like a transformer station. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he blows up red barrels. Yeah. Yeah, apparently nobody has brakes in this world. No, no, no. no. They're yeah, all taken he, out. He gets himself blown up. Yeah, 2006, the year without brakes. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so they use stock footage from some other movie. Yeah, and apparently a bunch of the footage in this is from uh, Carnosaur. Oh, we might see that again. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh boy. Yeah, they, but we will probably recognize footage from that. Yay! Please call back the to the Eden formula. Yay. Um, but yeah, then then I think Dawn happens because like, this guy blows up. Yeah. Did yeah. we mention 
them ripping a fingernail off of Jeff oh. Fahey's hand. Yeah, yeah that oh. was weird. And Showing out of nowhere, just like rip. And, and then, then they stabbing stab him in the a hand. stabbing a knife through his hand. And this is actually a pretty decent Jeff Fahey moment. He does a very good job of selling the fact that he has a knife in his yeah. hand. Yeah. And it, he's trying to pull it out of his hand. I give him all credit he for pulled that. It, first he pulled it out of the chair that it was also stuck yes. into. And then he grimaces his way through, yeah. cutting himself free with the knife still in his hand. Yeah. He yeah. does more than grimace. Oh, yeah. Like, well, he, he yeah, sells but there, there are no he, human words that can... Of, he does very good. It's but a very like, good acting job. You wonder if Jeff Fahey has been stabbed in the hand Probably, before. Probably, yes. And he was just going to that same place. Maybe several Sally stabbed him through the hand for this. <laughs> they could have. It's just like, look, we can't figure out how to make this knife work. We're just going to stab you, okay? Here we go, and action. <laughs> it's all right. What? Ah! <laughs> I'm a method actor. It's okay, just and pull I've it got, out. I've got really good medical on the sag. <laughs> Just, but yeah, just do it. So his hand is injured. and more man money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bottom good insurance. Lots Lots of of still rolling in. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh, uh, conflict, punchy stuff happens, and then D. Wallace shows up outside. Yeah. Well, like I said, literally, the pretzel mayonnaise guy shows up. Right, like, yeah. And almost but, almost gets eaten. Doesn't get eaten. No. This guy is jamming out. Oh, he's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. Damn, but damn, he's like yeah, a, it's dawn. <laughs> but he's like a 50-year-old man. Oh, yeah. With a mustache. But he is still like just jamming out to this dance techno music. Uh, he's a morning person. Yep. Dude, it's LA. You know, you get all <laughs> but, types. Oh, I've, we didn't mention that the T-Rex apparently is drawn slash hates loud noises. Hates loud noises. Hates them. Yeah. So, so, so its movement is based on noise, apparently. So he's and, just blaring his radio, right. and all of a sudden T-Rex shows up, because that's hey! the only sound in L.A. right now. Turn that down, yes. I've got a headache! Are those yeah. satellite XM radios? Well, the, well, she shows up blaring sirens, which gets him off the delivery guy. Right. And then her plan is she lines up these XM little portable boombox things. Mm-hmm. Hey, those are XM satellite radios! Turns them all on, which they should not work. Because they haven't been activated, but whatever. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. It's maybe all she on activated. the demo station. <laughs> yeah, maybe know. she activated him in the car. Yeah, yeah she, she called him in. There's a the yep. big giant dinosaur. Activate my service. <laughs> oh, she, but in you, addition you get a to month this, free, right? Yeah. You can play like the hit station or whatever. Yeah. Free. Yeah. In addition to this, she has hooked up two sticks of dynamite to one of them. Yeah, that yeah, looked like I, no, I, road two flares. Road I thought flares. there were flares, but they don't act like flares. No, not in this movie. Dynamite. Well, first, before before he goes and attacks them, the rest of everybody comes rushing out for whatever reason because it was perfect time. Yeah. And everybody, like, they're chasing chasing Jeff Fahey and and Tony Todd and the company runs out. And then fake security guard, the one that was the inside man, is the one that turns to the the camera and points and goes, oh, look, it's like some satellite radio. (laughs) Like, wow, I wonder if they got some promotional consideration for this movie. They did. And it was not much. No. No. But anyway, they got the radios. And then T-Rex goes, oh, radios, and then <laughs> steps on them. Steps on no, them. It, no, no, no. He does not step on them. He, no, he, he hops on them. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Somehow. And then they explode. He lands on them and they explode. Like they do. And this is the point where we're like, if that's how that dinosaur goes out, <laughs> fuck this movie. Right? Yeah. It's very upsetting. Because the, the dinosaur was the best thing in this movie. But he, no, they, it momentarily sidelines him. Yeah. They, like, then Jeff Fahey and, and Tony Todd kind of have a knife fight. Yeah. And... He somehow counters the knife and and Gets ends up stabbing Tony Todd through the hand. No, no, through the concrete. He takes the knife away from him uh-huh. and throws, throws the knife. Oh, okay, yeah. throws through it. Tony Todd's hand right. into the concrete. Right, yeah. embeds it four and a half inches into the concrete. Sure. By the sure. way, we never said that the two of them served together in Desert Storm. Eh. 
That's yeah. why Jeff Fahey is such a bad they got man. And, blood. <laughs> and Jeff Fahey's testimony kicked Tony Todd out of the military right. and or Marines or yes. Army or whatever. Very important. The National Guard. I'm not Very sure. crucial. The Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah. The Merchant Marines. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that that's the third knife throw of the movie. There's lots yeah. of knife throws. Because Tony movie. Todd kills that one dude throwing the knife at one of the security guards. Oh, kill the, the chest. And, and, Yeah, and he kills right the, the fake yep. terrorist chick right in the forehead. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because like embeds the knife completely yeah, but, to the hilt, yeah. in her forehead. And so often they cut away from violence. Like that's what's so weird about this movie to mm-hmm. me is it's like certain scenes they're just like ah oh, cut to shadow and no it makes you know, for, chomp. Yeah. And then other times they're like throw a bucket of red goo. <laughs> right. It makes a ton of sense because they don't have the budget to fig to figure out how to actually make it look like or the expertise or the or do they yeah. care to try to make it look good when it when it actually happens they have to cut away so that they can cut back to somebody's pre-glued knife uh, sure piece oh, and forehead but i think they just ran out of creative ways for the dinosaur to kill people yeah. and eventually just started filming them all the same way sure yeah. bite like they knew they couldn't around yeah. like yeah that. but but they fight but anyway he gets yeah, the knife he, in his hand and he's stuck there yeah. and he's like oh dinosaur's back up and it's coming to eat me and so like, they just kind of walk off and leave him like, take, ah. take the detonator <laughs> for the thermite bomb that's still in the building right he and uh, D. Wallace drive off in the van together, Jeff Fahey, that is, mm-hmm. and as they're driving away, hit the button and unsatisfying sort of quasi-stock footage explosion. Better than I expected. Yeah. But not but, from this movie. But it, but it you know, but it <laughs> yeah. burns the dinosaur, too. Yeah, they blew up. Yeah, yeah, the dinosaur had woken up after yeah, being... Right. Sort of shook it off. <laughs> yeah, he shook off the first explosion. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to go eat this guy. not shake off the second explosion. No. Burn. And D. Wallace distracted him a little bit with the XM radios. Yeah. Sure. The XM Satellite Radio is brought to you by XM <laughs> Satellite Radio. And Hitachi. <laughs> yeah, so they, a, they drive. A of Hitachi boxes. Yeah, too. that's true. And they drive it's off. It's Jensen XM Radio. Yeah. And she makes a joke, and they just sort of like, ha-ha. Yeah. And they drive uh-huh. off, All and those the movie people fades down. It's like, it's like, everything you just worked for has been destroyed, and people you know are dead. <laughs> and a bunch of other people, thanks yeah. to your work. But they're just driving off into <laughs> the into the sunrise. Uh, the end. In a white Oh, bed. L.A. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Rate. Ah, rate movie. Rate this movie. Rate it. What I don't love is this movie, though, however. You don't love this movie? No. Oh. Uh, I'm going to get a, a single one of the bags, because it is not unwatchable. Mm-hmm. It's just close. There's enough laugh out loud moments that keep it out of anything lower, but you have got to be in the right frame of mind for this movie. You really, really, really do. Mm-hmm. And it, it's terribly made. Yeah, I don't think we can stress enough how terribly made it is. I thought it was shot on video for like the first five minutes when yeah. it started. I was like, oh, this is not a high quality production no. at all. Yeah, and for 2006, looking like it's Whoa, shot on video. Yeah. It's not. bad. Um, I'm going to do something a little unorthodox. Um, I am going to give it my regular rating. And then I'm going to give it a conditional rating. Holy shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> this will be interesting. So this movie is a two bags movie. But if and only if you can get the right friends in the right frame of mind with possibly the right amount of alcohol, you can have two to three jocks worth of fun with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm not recommending you watch this movie unless you can meet... The very, very strict conditions yeah. of... That's similar to mine. Like I said, I'm, I'm just... it's It inches ever so slightly in the... I wouldn't quite recommend, but maybe? Yeah. Maybe you could have fun with it? I would have turned it off had I been watching it by myself. 
our jokes are the only thing that made it worth it. Made me keep watching. And, and we laughed a lot during we this. Movie. We did. I would a have lot. hated it to death by myself. <laughs> yes. I would have shot the TV screen. Yeah, it would have made me mad too. Well, I, I feel it like didn't make me mad. I feel like that becomes a stipulation of so many of our ratings. Is it's like if I was watching this alone, I would be an angry person. But that's why we watch movies together. I know. But watching <laughs> together it together, forever. I'm I'm at two jocks because we laughed our asses off. If mm-hmm. Dee Wallace hadn't been in this and they hadn't cut to her crying and trying to call nine one one, so many times it yeah. would probably be higher. But there is some just hilarity with just how terrible the dinosaur is and just suddenly having that movie scene in the middle of it with the bite me line and just that bite me that i i want (laughs) we we erupted in applause when he told that i want like one of those several gif series of Mm -hmm. things of that scene right right there that little piece of dialogue Mm -hmm. before you rate because you have to yeah i have to point out one more thing that you said you really really liked uh during one one of many Tony Todd's many almost instant award winning types of freakouts that he had throughout this. Uh, one of his henchmen that he had was uh, was the nerdy guy, the one who was going to understand the formula oh, and God, be able to yes. do something with it. Mm-hmm. And he gets up in his face and rips his porn rim glasses off yes. of his face, yells at, them off. yells That's at him a little bit about not you know being able to see whatever he's supposed to see, and then very angrily, violently, violently puts the glasses right back on him, Just and like smashes them back yeah. onto his face. Yeah, yeah. It, All right, one bags. Uh, <laughs> one bags. Also, though, he had the the angry moment where they went into the office and he couldn't find the thing, so he angrily goes over to the pencil cup, pulls out a pencil, <laughs> one and pencil. breaks it in half. Yes. He's like, oh, snap. I Is it an Ensign Award? I mean, he, he I does. I was going to ask if anyone gets an Ensign award. I want to give it to Dee Wallace. It's almost. <laughs> I think. No. She, she does freak out the most. She's yeah. freaked out for. An hour. Yeah. yeah. But so does the other guy. So does so the, does other the dude who gets his ass kicked yeah. and drives I mean, into there's... a nuclear plant or whatever the hell he does. <laughs> it's a plant that makes nuclear bombs that yeah. are touch sensitive. Right. Very. I don't know. There's just three people that I can almost get it. Because, I mean, Tony Todd's was probably Triple the Triple Rex, Triple Ensign. Was almost the funniest <laughs> just because, like, his is like the angry freak out. I mean, he doesn't really ever, like, lose his shit. It's just like. Yeah. He's, he's always pretty mad. He's always angry. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to give it a jocks. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's fun in the right frame of mind. It is a horribly made movie. I mean, it is almost embarrassing at times. The camera loses focus Mm -hmm. and can't seem to stay on the action. And a couple times the camera just wanders off and starts filming something else. And you're just like, what is that over there? Mm -hmm. I guess that wasn't important. Yeah, and the sound is... Sounds pretty bad, too. Like, you almost always get the incidental stuff more than you get the dialogue. Well, the first thing that Tony Todd says is not on mic. He's just mouthing something. You're Mm -hmm. like, did he? And they don't even ADR it in. No. I think they meant to fix it, and they're like, we don't have time. We'll just... (laughs) Just like... Yeah, Tony Todd was like, your check cleared. I'm gone. Yeah, I just... I I moved on. You're not getting me back. (laughs) I'm on the Candyman 17. Right, exactly. I got... (laughs) I got people to say my name three times. Yeah. yeah, Kill them. Whatever. So, yeah, one jocks. Okay. Same stipulations as BJ had. If you watch it alone, you're going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, I thought this was going to be the good one, too. <laughs> oh, well. Triple Rex 2 starting off great. Yeah. Mm. It's no Theodore Rex, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, yeah. few things are, thankfully. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's come back and do a, uh, a James Bond-free second half. I don't know how to go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going home. We'll just wait I don't it. have anything we'll to talk it. about now. Okay. Right. My heart will go on. 
right, and welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast. Hey, time for more Bamcasting. Second half. Yes. BJ, I think you've seen the newest movie that needs reviewing. Have I seen the newest of us? Wow. You have. That is an incredible feat that I have accomplished. Speaking of feat, (laughs) I assume there are some flying in this movie? There was a bit of flying, yeah. I meant feet flying. Yeah, there was a bit of that. Okay. A little bit here and there. There were some foots. What was it? It was The Man with the Iron Fists, co-written, directed, and starring... The Wu Tang Clans, the RZA, uh-huh. the RZA. Just let that sink in just a little bit. Got it. He well, co-wrote it. Yeah, with none other than the movie industry's Eli Roth. Ah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Co-starring Russell Crowe, mm-hmm. Lucy Liu, mm-hmm. and the World Wrestling Entertainment's Batista. <laughs> Jesus. You mean Dave Bautista? Yeah, whatever his first name is, Ted Bautista. Ted Bautista. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald <laughs> Bautista. Ned Bautista. Nigel. Nigel, yeah. Um, Nigel McMillan Bautista IV. Uh, MD. MD. Esquire. That's his Christian name. Right. Um, I will say I really, 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 really enjoyed watching this movie. It didn't hurt that I was swilling my way through a pitcher of beer with uh with our the Bamcast own Tobias. But it is it is a movie that is written, directed, and starring a rapper. Yeah. Or a rapist. Um, what? <laughs> and it, no. No, 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 no. One who raps no. is a rapist. <laughs> no, no. Is he not? Oh, let's um, Oh dear. <laughs> let's this, derail that train before it gets sir, there. Sir, that is nothing to fuck with. Um it is a kung fu movie. It is ostensibly set in feudal China Pan, <laughs> some sort of Asian area. Um, the Rizza is a blacksmith. Russell Crowe is an Englishman come to do something. There is a there is a plot and there is dialogue and rarely will the twain meet. <laughs> Or, or the so, two meet. I, it sounds great. There's both action and dialogue. There is action and a dialogue and adventure. Um, <laughs> I like it. Is there mirth and merriment? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit of both. Um, yeah, in man. in meted measures. It's fun if you're a Bamcast listener, which obviously you're you are because you're listening. At least currently, um, yes. At least currently, right? <laughs> Technically, if you're listening, you are. <laughs> if you're hearing this, you should probably see this movie at some point. It is gleefully bad and enjoyable. I do believe it's a bit intentionally bad, but it's worth every penny that you pay for it. Try to see it for as few pennies as possible, but <laughs> <laughs> so right. it's worth a few pennies. Yeah. Okay. I mean, worth a ruple or two. Yeah, it's worth all the pennies, as long as those pennies are few. Right. <laughs> as long as they're reasonable enough to oh, okay. be carried in penny form. Right. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you end up paying for this movie, it is worth it. Yeah. Okay. It, it's it's a boatload of fun. Um, see it with friends and beer. <laughs> all right. Okay. I kind of wish I had gone to see it, but oh, yeah. it just didn't work out. And Russell Crowe is enormous. I, I don't know if he like is larger enormous. larger than cur- life? Or... Uh, n- Larger than is healthy for life. Oh, he's <laughs> he is, gone the Val is, Kilmer is, route. <laughs> yes, he is. He's fully Kilmered. Are they filming the Insider Two? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. He's just beefing he, up in hopes of the Insider yeah. Two. It, I'm ready. <laughs> Get this buffet Insider me. <laughs> it looks like he ate regular Russell Crowe uh, and everybody else that's co-starred with him in a movie ever. Neat. 
he fills up the screen. In a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he's Gladiator. <laughs> okay, we're done now. Are we done? <laughs> oh, now we're done. I, I hope so. Is it a body of lies? <laughs> it's Sorry, a body of wide. Now I'm done. Body of wide. Go see it, please. That is all I ask of you. Go see this movie sometime soon. I hope you can still find it. Yeah, it's it. It's still playing. It. I saw it. What two weeks ago, almost now, and yeah. it's still playing in Hurry. the in the local uh, indie cinema. I would figure they'd moved on by now, but theater was actually kind of packed hmm? when I saw it, which was surprising. They have beer. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and lots of it. I'm mm-hmm. glad to see that theater packed. Me too. That theater needs more people to pack mm-hmm. it in. I mean, it has upgraded. I hadn't been there since they um, changed ownership and upgraded the seats and the sound and the screen. Mm-hmm. So it's all a way better movie-going experience than it used to be. Yeah, they're also uh, getting digital. They kind of they realize they have to. Yeah. So they're getting a better screen and getting a digital projection now. Nice. Which is kind of a bummer because it's still nice to be able to find films in film. <laughs> but uh, that's a dying breed, unfortunately. Away. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm, that's one of those weird things I don't necessarily miss. <laughs> that sounds weird. Yeah. Me, it's just it's the way the frame stutters on digital that I don't like. Yeah, see, I think you have the subhuman eyes that see things like that. I, I still don't notice that. All I see is pristine picture. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're more than a man, Mackie. Mm-hmm. I am more human than a human. More than a human. So, Chuck, you saw a movie. I did. That's not quite as new, but still kind of new. No, it's new to Blu-ray, although it wasn't in theaters that long ago. August. Yeah, I saw the campaign. Which, okay. if you remember our summer preview like six months ago, that was my most anticipated summer movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah. Movie did not disappoint me at all. Well, that's good. It is not sharply written. It is not like hard-hitting political satire or anything, mm-hmm. but it is funny. That's it what's is, important in a comedy. Yes. Jokes to make you laugh. Did and you I, laugh? I laughed a lot. Very good. And did you see the unrated version? I did. Ooh. I saw the extra filthy edition. Ooh. So I bought the the Blu-ray DVD combo. The the theatrical version is on the DVD, so I'm sort of interested to watch that. Okay. See how different they were. So I'm wondering if I laughed at all the naughty bits. There's a few. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know. There's some very the quotable. scene with the freezer is pretty bad. Yeah. In the regular theater theatrical yeah. version. So yeah. I don't know. That, that's a very quotable movie if you're in a situation where you can shout out some things that people won't be offended by. Hmm. So I've tried to work at least one phrase into conversation and didn't go very well. So it works. Thanks. It works for me. I like it a lot. I'm glad you liked it. It's it's it has its moments. Yes, it does. Well, what did you think of the tone being kind of like all over the place? Because, I mean, it's like a lot, at times it feels like it's like going for the real dark comedy stuff. Yeah. But then at other times it feels like it's going for super broad comedy. I just sort of felt like they tried everything they could try. I mean, it was just like, we'll just do whatever here. And sometimes his movies sort of delve into the dark, mm-hmm. which is okay with me. So I don't necessarily want just sort of broad telegraphed jokes coming at me all the time. Mm-hmm. I-, I like unexpected things. There's some unexpected shit in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. And it's got John Lithgow. 
Yeah, it's got a bunch of people I did not expect. Speaking of large, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's in it. More like Dan Asteroid, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dan Aykroyd and Russell Crowe should make a buddy movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fat cops. <laughs> Let's just cut to the chase. <laughs> Take Go to snakes on a plane route. Just fat cops. Nothing else would be able to be filmed that day. All the craft services would be yeah. occupied with I hate that my, film. I hate myself for saying this, but if you wanted to make a lot of money, you throw Kevin James in there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you need someone who can fall down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and true. not break a hip. I'm not saying that I want this, but that's how you make the money. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah. I yeah. Know. Not always. Not always. He's not 100% gold. Yeah. So, Aww. I saw a little bit older movie. Okay, a lot older movie. How old? Uh, 1984. Five? <gasps> Back to the Future? Yes. No. Oh. I didn't see that. But I have seen that. No, <laughs> I watched good. I watched uh Brazil, which I know uh, we, we've had some slight discussion on. Chuck mm-hmm. hates Brazil. I'm not a fan of Brazil, but I fully agree that I need to watch it again. Okay. I, I would completely agree with that because I reaffirmed why this is one of my favorite movies of all time. All right. And mm-hmm. actually would probably fall very highly in a big list of favorite movies of all time. Um, especially the final cut, the director's cut, the, the real movie, not the 90-minute bastardized studio version. It's just a fantastic movie, and on, on all levels, it makes me feel like every movie I've seen, most movies I've seen since then, just feel lazy. Like, this movie is amazingly... It, it, the details of this movie are just amazing. I, I just I can't conceive that he would put together these sets and find these places and do these things and, and pre CG world mm-hmm. and it just it's so such a gorgeous movie and such and such a weird odd beautiful to look at movie it's just yeah. it's almost indescribable and well Terry Gilliam is a guy who's all about those sorts of details yeah you know I mean there's a reason they called that documentary the hamster factor right. Because he spent so long filming mm-hmm. a hamster on a wheel, getting it the way he wanted it to look. Right. You know, and he's a guy who will make sure those details are embedded. Yeah. Down to the tiniest little thing on screen. Yeah. I just, if, if you've never watched the real version of this movie, you owe it to yourself to do that. Um, I mean, if you've only ever seen the, the one that's readily available on most video, the 90 minute version, it, it's not even like it's that it's a shorter movie. It's that there are literally different scenes in it. I mean, like mm-hmm. they use different takes and different scenes, and he had, he had to refilm some stuff because the studio was like, "You have to do it this way." Mm-hmm. And it's they're just not even the same movie. I mean, at all. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, the director's cut is almost an hour longer. It's it's like fifty minutes longer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, the movie's like two hours and thirty minutes or so. So yeah, yeah, yeah. which is crazy. Well, <laughs> totes cray. But yeah, I'm um, just. Highly, highly recommend that. And uh, Brazil, totes gray. As far as uh, lines that you can't work in every day, but when you can, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the movie has two of them. Okay. Uh, complete spoilers aside, I, I don't know. It, I'll, I'll be as subtle as weird as I can, but there's a there's a situation in the movie where guy, girl, they have to fake her death in the movie. Yeah. 
and then her her pickup line afterwards was like fancy some necrophilia <laughs> there's just not any other situation in a, in a movie ever that i think you could work that in or in yeah, life I don't, uh, no yeah well good luck yeah <laughs> and the other, i wish you all the best and the other one that just comes out of complete left field in this movie is that there is a point where michael palin is in this movie too mm-hmm. and there's a point where he's in his office and he's got one of his daughters there in the office and she's like six maybe mm-hmm. and he says like something like oh well you, you know this is your first day you need to look the part and he, he hands jonathan price this suit and says this is you know much more like what you need to wear and he walks out of the office and leaves the little girl there and she just looks at him and she goes put it on big boy i want to see your willy <laughs> <laughs> it's just so out of left field that it's like what the fuck just <laughs> happened yeah yeah that's um probably not in the 90 minute version probably not i don't know no but yeah but, Laugh my ass off. Studio of might have been like, "Hey, my, my wait, wait a second, you Brits, mm-hmm. they're jokes." But yeah, those aside, those strange lines out of context aside, the movie is is brilliant and beautiful. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I will. I'll look at it again when it comes out on Blu-ray. Um, that I have that Criterion set, and I probably think it looks wretched at this point. It kind, of, it yeah. So yeah, they re-released it at one point mm-hmm. in the mid two thousands with anamorphic. But yeah, the very the I original ninety nine one, which I have that set too. Yeah, big it's plastic like, slip cover. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, when you when you have to blow that up and zoom it because it's non anamorphic, that hurts. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, watching DVDs as it is, like once you get used to Blu rays and HD, it's like this isn't that good, yeah. is it? You know? Yeah. And then having to blow it up is even worse. Need all the D's. Yes, more D's. Extra D's. Put extra D's and <laughs> drop a D on So that. I revisited one other movie I have a lot less to say about. Um, basically, I've just been trying to introduce uh, Shining Lights T-Straw to some movies that he probably wouldn't otherwise watch. Sure. I mean, we, we started with, like, broad things. Like, he, you know, he'd never really sat and watched, like, Monty Python movies, so I made him watch all of those and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, thus, you know, eventually getting to Brazil down that down mm-hmm. that rabbit hole mm-hmm. but I, I i was like he was like i want something kind of uh heady and weird and you know and i was like going through my dvd shelf i'm like what do i have what do i have what do i have and i come across heavenly creatures ah and i was like this is one for him sure it, it's going to take a little while for it to get around to where he the kind of thing that he likes but when, once it gets there i think you really like it and mm-hmm. yeah so if you've never seen that movie it's peter jackson's last movie before moving to america making the frighteners and right some other little movie trilogy can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's. I think this is the movie that basically the studios saw this and were like, yeah, you can make Lord of the Rings. Because I, I know it sounds strange to say, especially if you've seen some of this movie, mm-hmm. but when it goes into its flights of fancy, it's like, yeah, okay, this, mm-hmm. this might be the right guy. Mm-hmm. So it's a that's a beautiful movie that is just infinitely rewatchable in my mind. Yeah. I'd like to watch the two of you watching Heavenly Creatures together. It's <laughs> <laughs> just... You want to watch that movie? Yeah. The story of two boys (laughs) on a journey (laughs) to observe heavenly creatures. One movie. (laughs) Mm. One heart. Mm -mm. I would mention stuff, but October month's over, so. Okay. Nobody cares about Dawn of the Dead or Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2. Are they still good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dawn of the Dead, I still don't like the biker section near the end. We're talking about you're talking about the original one. Yeah, the original Romero. You know, I've never really liked that movie. I know I could totally get oh, lynched for saying that, but it's I, really good. But like, just I love the way they drop you in. Like, I mean, you just you're right in the middle of it as soon as that movie starts. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's no context for anything. It's just like go, 
And and it is kind of it feels like a very directionless movie, but that's very yeah, purposeful as it goes because it's yeah. like they have no direction anymore either. So the plot of the movie kind of disintegrates, and that's why I understand why the bikers are there because they have to kind of fuck everything, be up. forced out of something, you know, instead of because it would be a pretty dull movie if we just sat there watching them starve to death. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I think my problem with that movie always felt like it never felt like it belonged in any time. Like it, it feels weird. Like it feels like that makes a it set, timeless. Like, like a seventies movie. But then it feels like a weird fake version of the seventies, even from nowadays perspective. Yeah, like, well, yeah. I, know I mean, really it's very, to say, it's very satirical in what yeah, it's doing. Okay, okay, and I think that's you know obviously that's by design, but it's. I think that lends to it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's one I'll I'll watch it again sometime. I just I, it never really did much for me. I, I, yeah, I think it's just I, one, of only, one of those yeah. ones where people is always like, "Oh my god, that's the best." Yeah, I watched the theatrical ever. cut. I I don't think I've ever seen any other cuts, so I probably might try and watch. Because the box that I have is like four discs, so I'll try watching the other ones. But yeah, I've got the same set too. I have no idea which ones I've seen over the years. So yeah, there's four or five different versions. Yeah, that's a really solid movie. Um, and Evil Dead, of course, is awesome. And Evil Dead Two is one of my favorite movies ever. And I watch it every Halloween, so I had to do that. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. And we'll see about that Evil Dead remake. Mm. Yeah, because e- Evil Dead One. There are jokes here and there, but they are very few and far between, and they're very subtle. And my issue with the new trailer for the new one was it seemed very just gross. Yeah, like very <laughs> it much seemed gross. Very much just focused on angry nastiness and just making these characters suffer. And I hate to say it, but there's a lot of that in the original one anyway. And you know, it's just I think it's just played a little differently. And and you know, a trailer can make anything seem. A certain way they want to, but something tells me that'll be pretty representative of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. You you made me remember. I for Halloween I watched a not a not one I always watch. I watched something new. I watched the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Anybody else? Yeah. Bother. I have yet to see that. <sighs> I, I I don't know. I I've only seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, and I absolutely hated it. Yeah. Like I, I despised everything about that remake, so I have not seen any of the others. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I felt like it was a complete waste of time. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's weird because it goes out of its way to tell you the backstory of Freddy, which is very subtle in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hinted at, but it's never really like, "Hey, mm-hmm. this is what he did." Everyone's and this is why parents did this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes out of its way to like make you think that's what happened and then it's like oh no it was a case of mistaken identity that's why he's back and then it's like oh no he's he's mad because they they burned him and he didn't get to finish being evil so it's and it's just it's like flippity floppity flippity you know like i thought like oh they're gonna flip it on its head and it's like he's getting revenge because he was wrongfully accused and yeah i was like that'd be interesting take on it no 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 how's uh what's his name jackie earl hilly that's all right, I guess. It, it, it just to me, it's like this is this is one of those cases of like don't make a remake of a movie that doesn't need it. I mean, the the original movie is almost flawless in in terms yeah. of tone. And yeah, it's just remake everything. Yeah, and it was before Freddy was jokey too. Yeah, like well, when, sure. like if he made jokes in that one, it was to fuck with those people. Like, yeah. Well, they make just, them they, feel shittier. Yeah, not they to they go out of their way to the like, audience like it did in all the sequels. Yeah, they they go out of their way to throw every little thing you you remember from the first one back in this one, 
Mm-hmm. It's just in like slightly different, you know, different ways. I mean, like the pudding steps are back, you know, <laughs> like the yeah. out of you know the thing out of the wall and you know, the, the exploding blood bed. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, all the things are back. It's just slightly different. That's that's the thing I don't understand. And I remember seeing that trailer and that they used all that imagery in the trailer, and I was just thinking, why are you remaking this if you're going to use all of that same stuff and not do anything more interesting with it? Yeah. Are are you just simply remaking a movie because you find it a hard sell to get kids to watch a movie from the eighties? Yeah, I I, I I don't get these things. Yeah. So. Some of them. Well, then that's the sort of thing. Like in watching Dawn of the Dead, the Dawn of the Dead remake got right, mm-hmm. and why I love that movie just as much is mall zombies that's the similarities right you know just and, update them all that's yeah. all you had to do yeah i mean they take the premise but they don't try to only do like four main character you know they don't they don't try and emulate any of that yeah they're just like all right this setting sounds great let's use it yeah you know and sometimes that's the way it should be of those remakes the only one i've really seen is the friday the 13th remake which is a good choice to remake something because that series just got so out of hand oh, and that, s- that first one is not good I mean, no thing, no like- it's not the first the, no the first three are really not that good at all so it was time to do it but i remember i only got about 45 minutes into the remake and i was just like i can't this is insufferable i can't do this and it, it had nothing to do with love of the original films because they're not very good it's just that this remake was just so boring and needless did they have him have the hockey mask on like right off the bat? He had it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. This they sort they tried to do a smart thing with it which was almost like tell the story of the first 3 movies within one movie. Mm-hmm. But it's just who cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel about so many of them. Yeah. That are that they remake at this point. Because yeah. they're the Halloween remake was shite too. Yeah, that's another. Bothered. That's not one yeah. I even bother with because exactly. Halloween I'm is not, great. I'm not the biggest fan of the original Halloween. I understand its influences, like like how influential it is. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, I'm not a huge. Getting the I'm not serious. Death I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the, the biggest fan of it either. I mean, not the, like I mean, I I liked it. It's just not one of those ones like I rewatched a lot. Like I've seen Nightmare the original Nightmare on Elm Street umpteen million times, yeah. but it's not the same with Halloween. But yeah, the the new one was just. It did that, like, let's ground this in reality and just beat you over the head with, like, reality, reality, reality. Here's yeah. why he's a... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's origin stories. And they but, just... But poorly done. I That's know. And, and it's, like, not inventive in any way whatsoever. No. Yeah, they just have some doctor come in monologue for, like, five, ten minutes about yeah. why somebody's fucked up in the head. It's like, great. Right. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, anyway. So anyway. Moving on from horror movies. Yeah. We got emails? We do. Oh. I like emails. Yeah, emails. Emails are fun. They're tasty. <laughs> yes, they taste delicious. Mm. Email a day keeps the podcast away. Yeah. This tender morsel from Blair mm. came in uh, actually before, epi- before episode 150, but he didn't mention Bond, so we uh, kind of skipped it. But uh, he says, greetings, Banffcast. Hey. Like Blair writing again to decide to congratulate you guys on making it to 150 episodes. Thanks. I wish for at least 150 more. Mm. Imagine in the next year or so, there will be episodes devoted to films that me and Chuck noticed while looking at what was being advertised recently at the American film market. The first one being Cold Patrol, where the heroes have to deal with zombie polar bears <laughs> in the asylum film Sharknado. <laughs> Both seem destined to be future episodes. Sharknado, I definitely, when that thing comes out, that is priority one. 
Dude, zombie polar bears, too. Yeah, I know, uh, but Sharknado is, is a better combination. Zombie polar bears, I mean, come on. Please. Oh, yeah, anybody can do zombie I mean, polar bears. come on, but, but I mean, yeah. a, a tornado, tornado made of sharks, shark, yeah. fucking A, yeah. <laughs> Sharknado. So those two forces of nature awesome. come together. Yes. I mean, two actual forces of nature, whereas zombies are... Mm. Yeah. Polar bears are a myth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, just yeah. like the Sasquatch. Yeah. They were polar created, bears they were created by the Coca-Cola company right. to sell yes. you right. soda pop. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just oh. like Santa Claus. You pegged them, Chuck. I did. You got them. I did. So thanks, Blair. <laughs> We appreciate that you appreciate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one's from Bill, a.k.a. Blue Shoes. Blue Shoes. <laughs> Blue Shoes. It says, Steel Justice. Ooh, Don't on. mind if we do. <laughs> hey, Bamfcast, Blue Shoes from Chicago with a movie suggestion. Mm-hmm. 1987 Steel Justice, mm-hmm. starring Martin Cove as John Steele. Mm-hmm. It's currently on Netflix Instant. I recommend watching the first five minutes. Martin Cove accessorizes his army fatigues with a snake around his neck, and yep. there's a rat grenade. Also, there is a definite possibility for a Stargrove. Crash and burn, Blue Shoes out. Chuck likes Stargroves. I do. I like snakes and rat grenades, though. Yeah. I'm a big fan of rat grenades. Mm-hmm. I think this Second movie... only to bat grenades. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this movie's been recommended before, I think, because we've talked about it. Have we? Yeah. I believe that was one we... Well, there was that in Stone Cold. We, we bantered around for, like, mm-hmm. episode 100 and, like, 91. Yeah. I mean, things that we've talked about multiple times. Steel Justice is pretty good it's it's not over the top amazing it's got some good stuff in it we've become spoiled haven't we no i mean i it's it's better than a lot of things i I think probably in retrospective it's better than snake eater um the eater of snakes yeah eater of snakes yeah i think i watched those two back to back at some point well that may have been your problem and you didn't watch them with us i wasn't invited no you were invited to watch snake eater Snakeater. Oh, that's right. I didn't because I just you watched Snake. Oh, that's right. I was dying. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, I was dying. That was good no times. excuse. Get. I couldn't hear straight. and I was dying. Chuck, death should not keep you from the eater of snakes. Yeah, you ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> death or death should not keep you. All right, that's what I said. Death, death or death, starring Ice T. All the above <laughs> and Ice Cube. <laughs> Till death you. do we part right. together again for the first time. Mm. They've been together before. Man, you're making me hope for a movie that I'm never going to get. Stop that. All right, next one from James. Hi, James. Title of James's email is, Drive Was Awesome. Yes. Hey, guys. Hey. James from Washington State here. As the subject line suggests, I've recently watched Drive. I bought it on your recommendation for my brother, who is a huge movie guy. I wasn't sure what he would think, but he had high, but had high hopes. Is he Russell Crowe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a huge movie guy. Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> I have <laughs> I have copied a few text messages I got from him. I assume right after he finished the movie. Okay. First one is, hey, dude, Drive might just be the greatest gift you've ever given me. <laughs> Up there with Lord of the Rings. Oh it's God. amazing, and the kung fu is freaking awesome. Yeah. These are true statements. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, it's my second favorite movie of the year, and I've seen a lot of movies this year. <laughs> Sensing a possible recommendation for the Banffcast, I asked what number one was. He said, it's called Four Lions. It's about some wannabe terrorists who want to pull off a jihad. Unfortunately, all but one are retarded. It's genius. (laughs) I have seen that movie. Um, They're (laughs) jihaded. Nice. Welcome to jokes. (laughs) Yeah, but that movie, that movie actually, that movie is really good. And it walks a very fine line between like, like, I mean, it is 
kind of a sensitive subject, you know, is, is these guys do want to join the terrorist organization and mm-hmm. be terrorists, and they get so dedicated to actually pulling it off, but they're so inept that they basically get kicked out of the terrorist group, and it, it ends up being very, very funny, but also, like, terrorists. You, you feel uncomfortable watching it <laughs> at the same time, which I'm sure is what they're going for, but it's, yeah. it's also very British. You should never feel bad about laughing at terrorists. I won't. If okay. you don't laugh, they win. Mm-hmm. That's right. how it works. That's right. Uh, wrapping up, he says, uh, he also suggested Bohachi Bushido, Code of the Forgotten Eight, with a side comment of, it made me tired of seeing boobs, and that shouldn't happen. I don't want to be tired of seeing boobs. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, I will <laughs> not watch that. <laughs> Showgirls? <laughs> that made me tired of seeing angry boobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so angry. And Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> Yeah. And he says, lastly, my favorite line from Drive, what do you want the bucket for? <laughs> <laughs> Crash and burn, James. Thank Thanks, you, James. James. Chuck, have you seen Bushido thingy? Never heard of it. Steve Buscemi in it? How have you never <laughs> heard of a movie? I've never You've heard of lots of every movies. every movie. Nope. I hadn't seen no, today's movie. Well, we're running Point out of movies. match. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, Bohachi Bushido, I don't know. And Four Lions to me is not a... Uh, Bamfcast no, movie at all. It's too acclaimed. There's no T-Rex in it. <laughs> <laughs> if there were actually yeah. four lions who wanted it's to be those, yeah. maybe. It's one of those movies that handles its subject matter well, so um, yeah, no, uh, we no, can't watch no, that. No, no, no. Get that out of here. No, that, and that, that's a very good movie, and you should watch it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Serious recommendation. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. I may have talked about it on an episode. I don't know if it got cut or not. I can't remember. I don't know. We talked about so much bullshit. Some asshole. 151 episodes, man. I can't keep track of none of that no more. If you could hear everything that got cut out of episodes. Yeah. It's all the good stuff, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. (laughs) We leave only the... (laughs) The only the media. We leave only the chaff. (laughs) Only the chaff. (laughs) The wheat gets saved just for us. The chaff cast. Welcome (laughs) to the chaff cast. No mediocre left behind. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Last one's from Ben. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ben. Ben, who uh, actually wrote in about uh, for the Bond episode, but also had a recommendation at the end for um, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a follow-up to that, where he says, "Uh, so I may have made a mistake in recommending Beyond the Black Rainbow for the Banff cast. Yes, this movie is deliriously bad, but, well, not a lot happens. In fact, nothing tends to happen, and it tends not to happen for very long stretches of time. Nope. Not the best conversation fodder. Luckily, thanks to my patented reverse quantum loom, I'm able to unravel the fabric of reality down to its super string threads, and I've already looked over the chunk of relative future space-time that contains the Beyond the Black Rainbow Bamcast. While I am entertained by the seizures you all suffer by recalling the film's flashing lights and rampant stupidity, the actual discussion is rather dull and uninspired, save for Mackie's nine-minute monologue describing the effects poorly focused movies have upon his scrotal sack. Hmm. I'm not sure what to say to that one, to be honest. I guess it's uh, good that he's already listened to that episode so we can correct the mistake of the future and the present. Yes, we've course corrected. I know... Oh, it's a paradox. <laughs> I know there are a lot of uh, bad movie fans that I follow on Twitter who were very excited when that came to Netflix Instant. Mm. So, I don't know. I, I, My I, gift I still, to the other bad movie podcasts. Yeah, I enjoy still, the Black Rainbow Beyond. Beyond it. the Black Rainbow. I've sure. still. I don't even know what it's about or anything. I know it's some kind of horror movie. Apparently, Sounds like it's but, about nothing for a very long period of time. Yeah, that's what he said. But it's yeah, the he Seinfeld says, uh, of horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> 
Who are these dead people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, he closes up. He says, I do have another recommendation, but the movie I want to suggest is my number one bad movie of all time and mm. merits its very own long-winded email, so I'll wait. For now, I would like to confess I attempted to watch Uwe Boll's Postal. There are no words. No words. <laughs> Literally. I muted the screen four seconds in and soon after attacked my iPad with a tack hammer. Oh. Wow. Oh, poor iPad. <laughs> Banffcast rocks. Keep watching shitty movies, and I'll keep listening. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, You're Ben. Welcome, Ben. Tune in the next Postal. two weeks, Ben. We've yeah. <laughs> there some shitty movies, shitty Rexes. Ah, uh, shitty Rex. Yeah, we're gonna Rex shit. <laughs> shit of the union. Oh man. So mm. that's it. That's all the emails. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we just had to catch up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Postal. We've talked about doing postal and then decided I'm pretty sure we would not get 45 seconds into postal. I know how postal starts. We would not get more into postal than that. Who was it that said it was absolute genius? There was somebody who's whoever they I, are. I, I don't want to know them. from Dallas. I don't want to know say. him. It was Armand white. Probably, probably, probably was Armand white too. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to break our weird trend that Uwe Boll is actually fairly decent. Because we sort of have that going on where we've yet to you see... You mean our Applebee's chef, Uwe Boll? Yeah. <laughs> we just haven't seen the shitty... Chef Boll. <laughs> chef Boll, are yeah. we? <laughs> well, we just haven't seen one of his real shitty movies yet. I mean, uh, yeah. Far Cry was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dungeon Siege movie was goofy, okay. It wasn't... I wish we had not watched the extended version of that movie. Oh, oh no, guys. that was good. That was a fun Ouch. weekend. I wish they hadn't made that <laughs> And there's a sequel with Dolph Lundgren where he goes back in time. Yeah, <laughs> back in time. Yeah, but he comes up to modern times and I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I think I'll watch anything with that's, Dolph Lundgren. That's how yeah. most yeah. medievally sequels go. Right. I think that's how Beastmaster 2 was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Through the portal of time. Yeah, where it's just like they don't have the budget to yep. do the entire movie. can't film and, in the desert anymore. Let's yeah. shoot in Might LA. Get one piece of armor for one guy <laughs> and mm-hmm. go to LA. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Work for Masters of the Universe. But yeah, so we'll be back next week. Triple Rex. Mm-hmm. To the keep in our directions, shit of the Strong. union continues. Yeah, next week's gonna be better. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> feel it in my bones. Oh, you better man. feel it out with your eyes <laughs> in first. <my> fossils. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one that actually enjoyed this movie, even I though know. I was Whoa. one who ranted the loudest no. when ET's mom started <laughs> I don't know. whining and crying. We all enjoyed it just fine, again. but it is a shitty movie. <laughs> it is a shitty it's movie. Pretty <laughs> terrible. Oh well. So contact EJ. info. I can do that. Check us out on the website at www.bmfcast.com. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter at their respective sites slash BMFCast. Search for us on iTunes, Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. Check us out on Stitcher, which is a mobile app for all of your relevant mobile devices that will stream us directly into your mobile self. And <laughs> <laughs> Mobilize yourself yes. while you listen. Right now. Mobilize the podcast. Send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com, or you can send us recorded wave or mp3 or og files. <laughs> no og to, files, please. No, you can send them. Or flax. <laughs> oh, you hipsters <laughs> and your og files. Hey, we won't flax. take no flack from you. Okay. No, we'll take your flack. Oh, okay. Listener's flack. Uh, so send them to bmf at bmfcast.com, or if you want to do a regular telephony-based voicemail type thing, you can give us a call. On the one, the only, the legendary, the orange Garfield phone, the Banffcast hotline, 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. Call us. We love you. We do. All of you. 
Mm-hmm. Every one of you, except that one guy. Yeah. You know who you are, that guy. Jeez, that guy. That one per- now everybody's going to be paranoid. They're like, am I that, am I that guy? No. no, just no. keep being awesome and you're not that guy. Yeah, right? yeah. You are not that guy. Yeah, don't, don't fuck don't, it up. Don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Good let's luck. get out of here, We're shall all we? On you. All right. That sounds great. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. On the beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. Thank you.